Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Podcast, the parenting podcast for parenting people, starring author, journalist, father of my children, and person on Twitter to whom outraged Guardian readers seek out at least once a day to ask, is this news? Stuart Heritage. And my wife and the woman who stole my podcast idea and turned it into a tiny empire of multimedia Stuff, Robin Wilder. Uh, multimedia stuff. I couldn't think of an ending to that sentence. Girl, well done. Uh, welcome to our first podcast episode of 2019. 2019? 2019. They're both, they're 209 minus 1. <laughs> 209 minus 1 <laughs> is the year 208. Welcome to 208. Uh, we really have no idea what we're doing. We should probably um, explain a little bit. If you're one of our original listeners, hello. I'm sorry we left you so abruptly in the summer of 2018. 2018, 2018, 206 plus 3 minus 1. Sorry we left you in 1992. Anyway, it wasn't you, it was us. Specifically, it was the fact that thanks to our jobs and kids and appalling time management skills, we couldn't squeeze the podcast in. Now, somehow, we can. Uh, And if you're a recent listener, hello, this is the podcast that goes along with the Naughty Step newsletter, which you might be subscribed to or you might not know about. In this podcast, we talk about parenting issues, we review kids' books and TV shows, we take your questions and we squabble, bicker and swear in uh, ways that only tired parents can do. Um, And I think that's it. I, I can't remember how this goes. I'm going to try swearing less. Are you? I've, I think I've hit an age where uh, when I hear myself swearing, I get very embarrassed by it. Really? Yeah. So I'm going to try not to do it as much in this podcast. Okay. I wrote a book that has the word dick in the title. Mm. And the trouble I have saying it out loud to people. Well, you say it out, out, la- out loud now. It's called Don't Be a Dick, Pete. And it's fine because I'm talking to a faceless microphone and my wife. But I had to say, to last when the book came out, I had to say it to a little old Jewish lady. And the look of disappointment on her face. I'm saying Jewish because it was at a Jewish literature festival. Okay. I'm not just... You, anyway. could, you could have just said lady, but... No, is it, I'm, I'm You could, didn't have to specify that she was small or old. Or Jewish. Well, no, because I think saying little and old, that puts you in a place. That 
it puts you in a place that exacerbates my shame. You... Jewish is just, you know... <laughs> for colour. <laughs> what? Because I, to... I was at a Jewish literary festival that six people came to. Two of them fell asleep during my reading. Really? Yeah. Were they old? No, they were very young. Oh, God. And they looked like they'd come in by accident. None of them knew <laughs> who I was. The interview was very disinterested. But I liked the organiser. Well, that's something. Yeah. Did they feed you? No. God damn it. Um, I can't remember how this goes. Maybe our readers, readers, listeners can tell Oh, us. you've changed. I don't know. Now you're paid newsletter lady. You're called I'm not paid. reader. You get paid. I get paid, but it's still an... Stop rubbing your forefinger and your thumb together. Money, money. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. So this is our parenting podcast. I thought we could start with uh, talking about what we've been up to for the last year. What have we been up to? I mean, this is legitimately the longest conversation we've had in the last 12 months. This yeah. podcast that's been on for three minutes. Yeah. This is, without a break, this is the longest I've spoken to you. Wow. Well, hi. Ha- wow. How you been? Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting, Stuart. How you been? It's been great. What you been up to? Nothing. 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 Just working. And driving. Oh, I can drive a car! <laughs> yeah, this time last Suck year. Suck it, world. <laughs> I can drive a car. And I can drive a car without really thinking about driving a car anymore. That is that good? Yeah, it is good. Because when you start, it's like full-on concentration. It takes every atom of effort in your body to, to keep the car on road. Now I'm like, bing, bing, bing. What are you thinking about when you're not thinking about driving? Girls. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a hollow laugh for both of us. Girls. Girls. Now, I, uh, 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 I sing along loudly to 1970s AOR music. Oh, my God, you're your dad. Yeah, I am. I've really turned into my Have dad. Have you started rolling down the windows, turning the volume up? Did, and, and did today. Did you do Freebird? Uh, no, not Freebird. But, uh, I, oh, I've rejoined a gym. There we go. That's something I've done. Yeah, what did you so do today? I was very, uh, my brother's made me join a CrossFit gym. He hasn't made me. He Your suggested it and I took it. My brother, Pete. Uh, I joined a CrossFit gym. Uh, I've had two lessons. Uh, but now I drive there and back. And I was very sweaty. And I was so sweaty that I was fogging up the windows with my sweat fumes. <laughs> so I did have to wind down the window. And I was listening to music quite loudly. And then I saw someone who lives two doors down from us. So I, I had to turn the music down and pretend I couldn't see him. And pretend you couldn't see them. Oh, dear. What have you been up to? I, I... You got the sack? Okay. Didn't get the sack. Uh, so I used to write for the pool, mm-hmm. and the pool is no longer. Uh, and that's all I'm saying about that. Everyone who <laughs> writes for the pool, wrote for the pool, is being very magnanimous. I think, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we didn't get paid. Uh, a lot of us were owed quite a lot of money. Still are. Still are. I said are. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, there was a very kind fundraiser set up by Julia Kingsford, um, which which some of us got money from, which is very nice. I know the staff are still waiting to be paid. Um, my ex-colleague, 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 Kate Villa, became editor just before, just before it all tanked. Felt really bad for her. She's been doing good work. Anyway, the pool went under... And I, I was very sad because I wrote, I really enjoyed writing my parenting column and I really enjoyed doing the newsletter. Um, and then I, I started up my own newsletter and I sort of tacked it onto this podcast. Yeah. Um, and people have been subscribing. So thank you very much. And thank yeah, you for it's paying. Nice people Sorry about all the VAT. I'm you're, talking, that out. you're talking to me. I'm a subscriber to your newsletter. Yeah. And apparently it adds VAT Patreon. So. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, did that. 
got diagnosed with ADHD. Oh yeah, that's the big thing. I, do you know how I know you got diagnosed with ADHD? Because I never fucking because stopped talking about it. literally the only thing you talk about. Do you know what? That's a really ADHD trait thing. Uh... But yeah, no, it's fun. I'm, uh, I get to take those of speed. Uh... Are you on it now? Yeah, but I think it's worn. I took it at four o'clock this morning, so I think it's probably gone Jesus by now. Jesus Christ. Um, what else? That's it, literally. That's Our children Pete, are slightly bigger. Yeah. Pete got married. Pete got married. Pete's having another baby. Yeah. Literally cannot think of a thing. You wrote a book. I, yeah, I did. You I wrote, wrote two book. books. Oh, yeah, I did literally write two books. One isn't out for seven months. One might not be out for another two years. Can you talk about either of them? Yeah, sure. One is a book of... <laughs> it's a book of short stories and fairy tale parodies about the political world. I no see that's I'm already asleep. Which yeah, you see, say, no, that's what it fucking is. You should say the title. It's called Bedtime Stories for Worried Liberals. That's all you need to know. Okay. It's funny. Uh, it is funny. It's I'm really so for funny, that. and um, it contains all your favourites of of the current environment. <laughs> I know I'm no good at this either. No, so I've written that and I've written a kids' book. And the kids' book is called Jonathan the Mad. Yeah, I guess this is an announcement. I haven't told anyone. There's a children's book being published by Puffing at some point. Puffing <laughs> with a G <laughs> called Jonathan the Magic Pony, which is about a magic pony called Jonathan. <laughs> and that's pretty much the sum of it. It's a very good book. Well, I haven't met the illustrator yet, so I don't know how good it's going to be. The words are amazing. The words are so good. I guess that's what we've both been up to. Yeah. Just literally work, looking after children, not talking to each other, falling asleep. Anyway, let's talk about Blippi, shall we? Blippi, Blippi's changed a lot last year. We talked about Blippi in a previous episode that you can probably find online. <laughs> Describe who Blippi is. Blippi is a children's entertainer on YouTube. He has. I'm not going to research. No, we said a billion. We said he had a billion subscribers. <laughs> He's probably has which a meant billion. That one in seven people on earth. And this is a classic ADHD mistake that is I made. Being wrong. Yeah. Is that the ADHD yeah. Thing it is the way of. My people. Yeah, so he's a, he's a colourful man. He looks like Pee Wee. So if you, if you haven't heard of him, and I would go on YouTube right now and search Blippi. It's B L I P P I. And he's yeah, he's a YouTuber for kids. He looks kind of like Pee Wee Herman. He's got like a cap and glasses. Bright and coloured glasses. Yeah, he wears braces. He's got a high pitched voice. Yeah, and he, he goes to soft play centres and just dances around. And he goes ee hee a lot. And he he's sings kinda, a song about dinosaurs. He's very popular with the children, the children of parents who are lax as us and allow them to watch YouTube. So sort of in a way, uh, th- th- this was always coming. I have taken against him quite badly because I find something very disingenuous yeah. about him. We both watched it. First time we saw it, we thought, this man, he doesn't look like a children's presenter. He looks like a 20-year-old with a hangover yeah. pretending to be a children's yeah. presenter. But then he laughs like a little bit too long. Yeah. He has this, a high-pitched laugh and then he just keeps going. And then he says things like, like at the end of a soft play episode, you go, thanks to everybody in the armed forces. Thank you for keeping us safe. You go, what? Or he'll do like vehicles. This is a bus. This is a tank. Oh, you don't like him because you think he's pro-military. I mean, he is pro-military because he used to be in the military. Oh, okay. Um, he was an aircraft so engineer. So some of his friends probably died. All right, jeez. Fine. I'm not sure that's an appropriate place to... To to put that though, the end of a children's episode. Anyway, the point is, this guy who like uh, 
makes up silly songs and dances around soft play centres. Turns out, also, do you know what else he likes to do? Tell me. Poo on people's butts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to read from a, a BuzzFeed article. So, Blippi's real name is Stephen John. Stephen with an I. I'll leave you to guess where the I is in the word Stephen. But yeah, he's he's a sort of clowny man. But in 2013, Stephen did a Harlem Shake video that I will describe now. And remember, his key audience are like two to five-year-olds. And, and he has merchandise. Mm-hmm. So the video is called Harlem Shake Poop. It's set in, I'm I'm reading this out, the interior of a sparse bathroom with a shower stall. You see him sitting on a toilet, pants around his ankles. He's wearing a tank top, sunglasses, and for some reason, a bicycle helmet. (laughs) He gently shrugs his shoulders, rolling his arms to the beat. The beat drops. And suddenly the video cuts to Steezy, that was his name, Steezy Grossman, standing sideways on top of the toilet seat, fully nude now, except for the helmet and sunglasses. On the floor, a friend, whose identity is not known, leans against the wall in a contorted shoulder stand, his head and neck on the floor, his hips in the air, his legs dangling down. He's also fully nude, except for goggles and a swim cap. A black bar has been edited over his genitals, blocking out not just his penis and scrotum, but also the full taint and b-hole quote. You're reading this from BuzzFeed. I am. After a few seconds of dancing on the toilet, it happens. Steezy emits an explosive stream of shit, a cacophonous eruption that sends feces, 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 splattering across the room in a shotgun-like spray of poo pellets. Shit hits the wall, the glass shower door, the floor, and a sizeable chunk hits its intended target. The spread-cheeked ass of his friend. Steezy giggles and continues dancing, as does his friend, for a few seconds until you can hear the unmistakable sound of gagging. (laughs) And this was written written by Katie uh, Notopoulos from BuzzFeed. The thing to remember about this is that when we both heard this, we both went, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. It wasn't it wasn't a scandal. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like, like yeah, I wonder when that that sort of thing. You can look in his eyes and you can see the emptiness of a man who shat onto another person's bumhole. I have so many questions. Like what? Like how did he time that? So the beat drops and then he poos on a man. Well, maybe you can hold it in a bit, can't but you? He's, but he's doing a dance. He's doing the whole and shape. Right. I mean, you can easily wobble and shit at the same time, I think. But what but so his poo Look uh, from from the description sounds pretty liquid. Yeah, mm-hmm. how did he keep that in? That sounds you know. That I think like... you can if it's like I could do it between the intro of Harlem Shake and the beat dropping on Harlem Shake. I could hold a shit in for that long, even a diarrhea shit. If I timed it right, I'd set it all up. I'd take my laxatives, right, and you sit there and you say, "No, no, hit record. It's coming. Record." I can't even remember how, how Harlem Shake goes. But however it goes... <laughs> Harlem Shake, Harlem Shake, I wish I was a Harlem Shake. So, let me just see how long... This is all, you can hold it in this long. Yeah. 
you hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Poo, 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 poo. 15 seconds. Wow. I can hold a poo in for 15 seconds. Do you know, seconds. I... It occurs to me that to successfully do this, you you would have had to plan it with military precision. Well, he was in the military. Exactly. He's perfectly trained for espionage, flying uh, planes, and pooing on other people's bums on cue. I sort of like him more. Do you? Yeah. I... Everyone has a past, Robin. This makes me worry. Also, you're dancing when you say that. Everyone has a past. One morning of CrossFit has changed you. All the music they play in CrossFit sounds like Harlem Shake. Really? It's just... Whoop, 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 whoop. Do you think Blippi does uh, CrossFit? Yeah. I'm doing CrossFit! <laughs> How many CrossFit can you see? I'm so unfit. Okay. You can anyway. change that. No, I can. <laughs> everyone has a past? Yeah, everyone has a future. Not everyone has a future. Okay. Stuart just drew his finger across his neck, but with the jauntiest <laughs> smile I've ever seen. That's how I threaten people. I'm going to kill you! I'm going to set you through! Why are you Scottish now? <laughs> this is going well, I think. One of the features of our podcast in the olden days... What, last, last year? Yeah, when we used to do it. We had a thing called Bedtime Book Club, where we uh, spoke about the books that we read to our children before they went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick that up again uh, today. Right now? Right now. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait. Good, because the book I'm going to be talking about is called It's One Giant Leak for Mankind by Olaf Falafel. It's what? It's One Giant Leak. Leak? For Mankind. Mankind! By Olaf. Yeah. Falafel. 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 Falafel? Falafel. You say falafel. I say falafel. Do you say falafel? Yeah, Olaf Falafel. Olaf Falafel, that makes sense. No, I don't know. I'm not uh, from Brooklyn, mate. You seem to be. I'm not from Brooklyn, you know that. I'm from Ashford. Ashford in Kent. 1969. Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins board Apollo 11 and set off for the moon. However, when they arrive, they're bamboozled by a troop of moon monkeys who steal their rocket. Our heroes are stuck, leaving one important question. Can Neil Armstrong fart his way back to Earth? It's One Giant Leak for Mankind was published on March the 7th, 2018 by Unex Porcupine. By who? Unex Porcupine. Unex Porcupine. Yeah. It's Olaf Falafel's... Uh, he set up his own publishing company. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's an illustrated book. It is. It's a picture book. And I should probably mention, our kids, for people who haven't listened before, are one and four. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's normally the four-year-old. The four-year-old. Is, I read to the four-year-old. Yeah. I don't read to anybody. No, I know. You can't read. No. <laughs> uh, it's great. I love it. Good book. Yeah? Yeah. You know, Olaf Falafel. Have you read it? Yes. I've read it once with Herbie, who was our older son. And it's very funny. It's very good. We did a previous book of... Olaf's. Yes. Called Old MacDonald Heard a Pup. Yes, and there's a running theme through Olaf Falafel's work. He's so a very far. farty man. He's a very farty man. He, I mean, he doesn't look that farty. No, he looks like a Viking. He looks like a big, tall, bald Viking with a beard. Is he bald? Oh, he might have short hair. I've just, all I've seen of him is the beard. I don't really. Okay. His beard. We read uh, Old MacDonald Heard a Pup, and Herbie loved it. Because that goes through each page. 
with an animal. As a, yeah, oh, no, it teaches well, you how to do a different fart with your mouth. Yeah, and the idea is that he's trying, old MacDonald's trying to find he's out which animal. trying to locate animal, right, okay. the, uh, the farter. Yeah. Turns out, spoilers, it was his wife. What? Yeah. But women don't fart. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Anyway, so uh, It's One Giant Leap for Mankind. Yeah. Is uh, It's uh, like in a historical book because it's about the real Apollo 11 moon landing. Yes. The first men on the moon. And they, they land, uh, but then it sort of goes off the rails. I don't think they met Blue Moon Baboons. <laughs> I don't think they, uh, they were saved from certain death by a giant leak. That they ate from the inside, sat inside like it was a rocket, and then propelled themselves back to Earth by farting. <laughs> now that sounds like... And then it. landed in a saucepan. <laughs> it's very funny, isn't it? It's really good. My favourite thing about the book is that now all of the games Herbie plays involve animals, whatever he's holding... If it's a dinosaur, if it's a rocket ship, if it's a panda. Oh, mummy, look! Oh no, he's going to eat a leek <laughs> every single time. Then... Yeah, <laughs> mummy, can you eat a leek <laughs> now? Can you pop? Just all constantly. He uh, he started to mix it in with chillies as well. Does he do that? Yeah, yeah. And no, so it's too hot. To... It's too. Fire has to come out of your mouth, and farts has to come out of your bum <laughs> at the same time, which is very difficult to pull off as a performing parent. I mean, if you trained like I did. Uh, it's relatively effortless. It's just... Do it now. Fire and popping. Yeah. Oh, no, fire's coming out of my mouth. <sighs> popping. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I have to do it, too. That's uh, how Stanislavski wanted me to do it. <laughs> yes. Based on the reaction of the target audience, which is our son, mm-hmm. he says Olaf Awful books are his favourite books. Oh, really? And we had a conversation a few weeks ago, because he was he suddenly keeps asking what I do for work. Now, I think he's concerned for my financial well-being. <laughs> and I had to say, oh, I like books. Because I didn't want to get into the whole, oh, well, I freelance, and it's, <laughs> you know, it's very difficult in this media. So I said, I write books. And he said, oh, that falafel writes books. Are you friends with him? And that's <laughs> great. If that's, as soon as he thinks of books, the entire medium of books... He thinks of Olaf Falafel. That's great. Yeah. What would you give It's One Giant Leak for Mankind out of five? Out of five. Uh, it's beautifully it's beautifully illustrated. Mm, it's very pretty. Uh, there are moments of suspense. There are moments of humour. Best of all, it's quite short. <laughs> I will give it five out of five. Yay! And luckily, we have three copies oh, yeah. of Olaf Falafel's It's One... What's it called? It's one giant leak for mankind. To give away to three lucky readers. That is one per reader, not three for the... Or listeners. Fucking listeners. Jesus Christ. Yes, we have... Yeah, so if Three you... copies for listeners. Yes, if you want it's to win difficult. a copy... I'm... Look, stop being so ableist. I've got idiots. Oh, it's not ableist. Racist, then. Oh, yeah, it's a bit racist. Um, because you look like a slow Mexican. Do you know why Speedy Gonzalez is called Speedy Gonzalez? No. Because it was a, like a, it was a racist joke about Mexicans because he's fast and Mexicans apparently have a um, reputation for being slow. So it's a sarcastic joke about Mexicans. And all my childhood, I just thought he was a fast mouse. I, I, I was today years old when I found that out. Oh, thanks, so thank Twitter. you. Oh, you're welcome. Anyway. Um, 
So if you want to win a copy, uh, I think you should tell us about the funniest thing that's happened to you when you've tried to feed your kid vegetables. That's good. How should they uh, tell us this? How do you think? What do you think? You can email us at naughtystep.inc <laughs> at gmail. <laughs> yep. Ink with a C. Ink with a C. Like Naughty Step Incorporated. Uh, or you could phew, tell us on Twitter. Yeah. Probably not to the Naughty Step no, account. No, it's Robin. Yeah. Uh, me. My name is Robin. On the in- on Twitter, I'm called Orbin. O-R-B-Y-N. Uh, if you put an at in front of that on Twitter, you might get me. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm not really looking at anything else. <laughs> How am I doing as a as doing a great, mogul? Doing great. I like that you set up a competition and then just forgot how to tell people how to <laughs> even enter it. Tell us your stories on Twitter. Tweet Robin at Orbin, and we'll read them out. Funny stories on the next vegetables. podcast, yeah. and you'll get a copy of "It's One it's Giant, one giant leak, leak for, for Mankind" by Why are you with that? It's because of the it's. I think so. Oh, yeah, I, like... I think that's a redundant it's. Four out of five, I give the book. Yeah. For a redundant it's. It's like I used to think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was called My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, which is, makes it worse. Yeah. Because you're shifting this perspective to a man. Oh, the patriarchy is in why, my brain. That's why you don't like it. Oh, my goodness. That's why, because uh, there was a superhero. My super ex-girlfriend? Yeah. And that was, was that... yeah, and that was like, ain't women shit, but Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is... Uh, Gender neutral. Thanks, uh, The Guardian. You're welcome. Now we come to the bit where we take your questions. This is a question that was asked on Instagram by Henweb. Oh, okay. Hi, Henry. He said, How does Stu get the kids to fall asleep in the back of the car so consistently? Mine never did. Yeah, that's good. It's my, it's my superpower. Like chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a hose that I run from the exhaust pipe in through one of the windows. <laughs> it's, no, it's simple, right? They get tired. I spot when they're getting tired. I put them in the car. I drive to a village called Charing and back, <laughs> by which time they're asleep. And then I park in the Waitrose car park <laughs> underground, because that's where they don't check to see if you're just sitting in your car and not shopping. Uh, and then I take a picture of them sleeping. And you always look slightly ominous at the camera. Is that ominous? I'm trying to smile. You never smile. You, like, look under your eyebrows at the camera and you say things like, I will never stop! (laughs) That's because my sister-in-law sent me a message answering me, Stop it! Stop (laughs) doing this! No, it's easy. They they just get tired. And I used to... uh, With Herbie, with the older one, I used to be able to get him to sleep very easily by pushing him in a buggy. Mm -hmm. I'd just go out and walk around the block. But you can't do that with two kids. Also, Herbie will fall asleep on the buggy board. He yeah. will stand up and fall asleep while standing. Yeah, I think we. Have, I think it's actually. I think the reason is Henry. It's because they sleep very badly during the night. They are. Or they wake up sleepers. early, so they they have a nap. My brother Pete was saying that your if brother Pete, my brother Pete, if his son has a nap in the day anymore, he doesn't go to sleep until ten o'clock at night. Oh. Can you even imagine? Yes. Why? Because sometimes our kids do that, especially yeah, when you're away. Oh, well, yeah, that's because you're not good at it. Fuck off. And somebody else has asked... No, we've got, we've got a choice here. Do you want to know? I uh, do both. All right. Was there something specific that made you feel ready to have kids? Uh, no, 
Was it something specific with you? I always thought I didn't want children. Uh, And then I wasn't sure. I didn't... As I got older, I wasn't sure I didn't want the choice. What? So I I used to think I didn't want children. Mm -hmm. And then I was with someone who also didn't want children. And he definitely didn't want children. And towards the end of our relationship, I was like, I I don't know if I want them, but I want to have the choice. Right, okay, that makes sense. Um, And then when you and I got together, we went to a family party of yours. Like your aunt's birthday, Mm -hmm. I think. And there were just so many children. I've never enjoyed these sorts of things before. I've just never liked them. And it was such a, like, a happy thing. And you had just kids all over you. Uh, and you were chasing them, and everyone loved it. And it was, it was the first time I went. Oh God, I think I want this. Oh, yeah. So sorry. it was Stuart. I know. No, I, Stuart did it. That's well. That's that's a lovely story. I haven't. I always just figured. Do you know what? I didn't because in the back of my mind, and this might be a low self-esteem thing. I always thought I'm probably sterile, so there's no <laughs> point wishing for something and then not having it. So I always figured if we have them, we have them. If we don't have them, we don't have them. And then we had them. And I wish we hadn't. <laughs> that was a lie. I didn't mean that. I love my children very much. This is an interesting one. Oh, no. Sorry, that question was from Marmite Pasta. This is from Lisa underscore A underscore Rut. Okay. <laughs> how not to get angry over how long dads, quote, need to poo alone. No. Alone. <laughs> this is... I think this is coming from Lisa. This is a Lisa-specific... I, I don't think all dads take a long time to pee. I, it's something I hear often from mum friends. Really? Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where, like, the, the husband goes off with his phone, takes, uh, like, an hour to right. poo, and the wife or, or mother is left looking after the kids. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. And you they take... Think, this is what I was going to say. Okay. I... I it's this sort of thing and a lot of other things where pe- where women are going, you know men when blah, 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 they do this and I, I recognise myself in everything that they say that their husbands do that they get pissed off with. Really? Yeah. Why doesn't he know to clean up? I don't know to clean up. Why does he take so long having a poo? I take really long having a poo because really I take my phone that. and I look at stuff and you, it's time off. You have 20 minute poos. <laughs> I... You're a speedy pooer. Yeah. And you know then... why? Why? The blippy principle. I'll wait. I'll wait until I need it the most. Then so you put the whole shape on. Fire it out. <laughs> you also come back and then uh, describe your poo. Yeah. I don't do it so much anymore. And I just. Uh, doors open. It's like I have a very inclusive poo policy. Doors open. You don't like coming in when I'm pooing, but the kids do. They love coming in with you pooing. Yeah. This is why. You- uh, I, I'm mystified why she's uh, specified dads need to poo alone. Yeah. Is she saying that she's... Lisa, is the issue that you want to be with your husband when he's pooing? Because that's very sweet, but also... Uh, no. Oh, I meant to tell you, Ned does the, the karate... He's, he's reached karate chop piss stage. Oh, no. He Explain. Hilar- so, a few years ago, we were trying to teach our oldest how to potty train. And I thought the best way to do it was by bringing him into the toilet and making him watch me urinate. <laughs> And the first thing he did was he just karate chopped my piss stream. Yeah, so he just reached into the wee stream and just with his hand. Yeah. And then just went, ha-ya, ya, ya. And now Ned, who is one and a half, is doing the same thing. If I if he hears me doing a wee, he'll run in from the room <laughs> going, wee, 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 wee. And then just laugh at the end of my penis. Like, <laughs> hilariously laugh at the end of my penis. And now he's just started to just kind of cup his hand. <gasps> in it. No, um, Ned. Which is... Doing it like wonders my pelvic floor because I can stop it on a dime now. <laughs> I can just what? 
stop losing. And he introduced his hand and had a start. And then he put his hand back. Once I splashed him. Oh, no, what? He did? Yeah. Did actually, you wash him? Yeah, well, I wiped him. Okay, with what? <laughs> don't, don't say you're winning. <laughs> okay, then I've got nothing. <laughs> There's one more question I'd quite like to, uh, maybe because we'll just, I'll say the question, then you and I will just laugh okay. for about five minutes and the podcast will end. Uh, that's Tina Hutber on Instagram has asked, how do you find time for an intimacy when you have kid brackets? <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, no. How do we find time for intimacy, Stu? Uh, well, in, in two and a half weeks, we're going to the cinema together. Does that count as intimacy? Yes. I think what we've done is destroyed that part of our brains, <laughs> basically. Stuart is just the man who is the other parent now. He's not He's not my husband. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I felt anything sexual towards anything. No, yeah, same. I, uh, But I think what, what we do is, because you basically sleep in another bed from me now, because I co-sleep with the baby. Yeah. You sleep in the spare room, and so that if Herbie wakes up, he's got someone. Yeah. And I co-sleep with the baby, the toddler, so we've we are together, ships who pass in the night. We don't even pass in the night. We pass in the morning. Yeah. But we both work from home. So I think what well, we've done a couple of times is like bunk off in the middle of the day when we've been working from home, go to Waitrose and have a yeah. cup of tea. And that was amazing. Yeah. We should do that more. Yeah. I think, I think that's where we... Uh, because in the evenings, we just both fall asleep. We're both so just bone tired in yeah. the evenings that we... we... Like, watch one episode of television, then go, oh, probably then go back. <laughs> and then go to our separate yeah. beds. And our kids get up at five. Yeah. Five o'clock in the morning. As with everything, we've got off the subject of intimacy. Yeah, uh, with difficulty. It's very hard. But I think all parents, are, most parents are like that. Most parents are like that. And I, I think you just need to build in time. So you need to, like, book a day off every now and again and, and do something together. Every time we do something like that, you're like, we should do this every week. And I'm like, oh, we can't do this every week. And then we don't do it for four months. <laughs> like, the, the weight tracing happened before Christmas. Yeah, it was so nice. But I'm, I'm still I'm still kind of dining off it. Yeah. It was such a nice... We just went to Waitrose. We had a cup of tea. It was so nice. Maybe record a podcast together. Yeah, do that. And then other people can share in your dysfunction. <laughs> So that's the podcast. Great. Uh, Liked it. Yeah, well Enjoyed done. Enjoyed it. Good, thanks. Great. Nice to see you. You too. Uh, best of luck with your future endeavours, Stuart. <laughs> Which I have none. <laughs> if you liked this, what's wrong with you? But please <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, I don't know what I mean by that. Do I mean iTunes? Please go to iTunes. I don't even know anymore. I don't know if this is a real podcast. I know it's a, well, it's a sort of podcast. It's going it's out not, on iTunes. It's not tacked onto your subscriber list or anything. It's just for anyone who wants to listen to it, can listen to it. Yeah, but I'm going to big it up in the... Okay. We're bad at this. Subscribe to the newsletter. It's really good, and it will feed our children. And it's called The Naughty Step, just like this podcast. And you can subscribe to it by going to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the naughty step you can subscribe to it monthly for free so you get it once a month like this podcast or you can subscribe to it weekly for three pounds fifty a month uh which comes to about 40p per issue because it comes to you twice a week and it's good and it comes early on a saturday when you're awake and you are with your children yeah and it will feature interviews with parents recipes that you can cook giveaways the kids are around giveaway almost every week we have a giveaway for subscribers 
uh, uh, what else? Uh, memes and hacks. Oh, no, you've lost them. Funny internet things, things to read that you wouldn't have seen because maybe you were tied to a baby. Uh, and columns, my adventures in parenting, stuff from Stu, lots of stuff. You should subscribe because I never get to see Robin because she's always working on her newsletter. This is true. This is true. I work till like two o'clock in the morning, so fucking buy it. That's how you end a podcast? Yeah, I think. I think that's in the book, isn't it? How to end a podcast. Swear at your... uh... Dull resignation. Yeah. And swearing. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Well done, everyone. We'll see you soon. Get some sleep. The Naughty Set Podcast was written and presented by Robin Wilder and Stuart Heritage. It was produced by the very beautiful and extremely talented Amy Jones. The theme music uh, was by a copyright-free artist whose details I don't currently have, which is very professional of me, but it not it good? If you'd like to become a Naughty Step patron and receive our hilarious weekly and sometimes bi-weekly newsletter, please point your internet browser at naughtystep.com. By the way, you can also become a monthly subscriber to the newsletter for £0 um, at the same address. Finally, please remember to rate and review this podcast on iTunes or Acast or Stitcher or wherever it is the hell that you get your podcast. Oh my God, I'm not your mum. Okay, bye.